Welcome to Texas Businesses on the Rise. I'm Tatiana Chamorro, owner at High Digital Dallas and VP of High Creative. We interview business owners and their journey, dive into the do's, don'ts, and overall experience. We want to empower others by sharing experiences so we get raw and real on what it means to be a business owner. Stick around to the end of the podcast. We'll share great insights and reveal how you can be the next one interviewed. Let's do it. Thank you for tuning in to Texas Businesses on the Rise. I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and we are here today with Cindy, the owner of Rustic Brush, and she's going to tell us a little bit more about her background, how she got started, and just drop us some wisdom nuggets for all you entrepreneurs out there who are aspiring to scale up your business or be where she is. Hey, Cindy. Hi, thank you for having me. I am so excited and honored to be a guest here on your show. Um, I am, again, my name is Cindy Din. My background um, before I went and branched out to become an entrepreneur is that I worked in the oil and gas industry. Um, I, my background is in accounting and finance. I was leading an accounting and finance team um, for years prior to leaving. And so that was um, my career choice and path as I, you know, finished college and wanted to make money. Um, But really my calling to be an entrepreneur was not something that happened overnight. It was a study calling of my heart of what I can do to really connect the community and, and really um, explore that a little bit more. And so that was when I decided with my husband, what can we do? How can we connect the community? Um, You know, with this day and age where technology has really started to take over. All right. And technology is great because we're using it now. Right. And (laughs) Um, and I think that that's fabulous, but that was what was calling um, for me and my heart to really try to do um, and how can we do that? And so the rustic brush really formulated from that idea and that concept. And I love how you gave your background, Cindy, and you stated how you were at oil and gas and you definitely see how you pivot, which is something that a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, end up doing, they end up leaving their quote unquote nine to five job pivoting to find something that is in more alignment with their purpose and who they are. So what really drove you to just launching the rustic brush? And what exactly is the rustic brush for those who are going to be tuning in that may not have heard about you or your company? Sure. So The Rustic Brush, let me just start with that. The Rustic Brush is a DIY studio where we have instructor-led workshops for you to come in. You don't have to have any experience and and feel the need that you have to be an artist. Uh, So you'll come in and you've picked out a project and you've picked out a stencil design and we'll prepare everything and we'll lead you through the entire process from a raw piece of wood to a beautifully stained and painted project that you can just bring home and put on um, your wall, for example. Some of the projects that we actually do in our studio are, are behind me and it's a home decor and it and it could be messages like this. It could be family names. It could be what inspires you, what connects with you um, as an individual, as a family. Um, and in the meantime, while you're in the studio, you connect with one another. If you're coming with a group or you're coming for date night, if you're coming with, you know, for a birthday party, it's memories that you can, you build while you're in studio. And where is your studio located, Cindy? 
We, we are actually a franchise now. We have approximately 18 different studios all across um, Texas and Louisiana. Oh, Texas. Okay. I'm going to have to definitely look that up afterwards. So what would you tell someone who is planning to start a business, but they're battling like, what should I do next? Or is, am I going in the right way? Or where am I going to get the capital? Like what tips would you have? Sure. Well, first is mindset, right? And to build that mindset and that confidence and really listening to your um, gut, right? Listening to, are you ready? Uh, Because it does take grit to be an entrepreneur and a business owner um, and really surrounding yourself with a good support team or group um, that will really not just emotionally support you, um, but also give you that confidence and that boost or maybe even helping hand like, hey, I need to do a build out for my studio. Who can help me put some elbow grease into this um, and help me really get there? Uh, The other thing I would say um, in terms of financial is to plan, right? And a DIY studio with the rustic brush to start off is fairly um, is affordable in comparison to a lot of different businesses like a restaurant. You're not talking about $500,000 to get um, started. Um, and so the startup cost is very simple. It's easy. And working with us as a franchise, though, is also very um easy. The process itself is easy because we do all the training. We'll help you through it. We'll give you all the tools and um, information you'll ne- you'll need in order to actually start a business and grow your business. And that's beautiful because you see how you uh, scaled your business up. You started and now you mentioned you have 18 franchises and now you're also giving back to the community to help people who are aspiring to start a business. Maybe it's a business that they're starting from the ground up or if they just want to build a partnership with you and the Rustic Brush, you're giving them that opportunity to do so and giving them a vehicle to go from an employee bucket to a business bucket and how they could thrive with the rustic brush and learn the foundations. So that's beautiful. So, uh, you know, I guess whenever we think about the term entrepreneurs, there's always struggles with entrepreneurship because some people get into entrepreneurship, but they don't have, you know, the financial piece down. They don't know the legal aspects. They don't know everything. And, you know, you just don't know what you don't know. So what are some of the struggles that you face, Cindy? And what how did you overcome those struggles when you were leaving that, you know, that comfort zone of corporate America? where maybe someone said, oh, why would you want to leave that good job with good benefits? We've all heard that. And then now you're, you know, a thriving businesswoman and you're making an impact in your community. So can you talk a little bit about those struggles and how you overcame them? Absolutely. Um, And I know without saying 2020 was a very hard year for a lot of individuals and we were not um, excluded from that. So, um, but even outside of the pandemic and the challenges that we had to face, I I think more importantly is if it doesn't challenge you, you're not growing, right? Um, You know, part of being in corporate America was, okay, so I got my degree. I went in, I'm working, doing accounting. It's very cyclical. Um, But what I, as an entrepreneur, believed and started feeling was what's more, there's something more that I should be doing. 
and for me to grow as an individual. And that's kind of where you have to listen to your heart um, is my heart was calling me to be out there and try to do something more for my community and do something more for myself in turn. Um, and so really through this process, what I've learned is connecting with other like mind individuals, right? You're going to start connecting and gravitating towards individuals that um, will really help you grow into who you want to be. Um, and, and I started learning quite a bit. I'm not a marketing major, but because now I'm an entrepreneur, I'm learning. I'm learning how to use Canva. I'm learning how to create my own graphics. I'm learning how to work the website, you know, learning about the SEO, the WordPress and everything else that surrounds these elements that was definitely out of my comfort zone. But I felt that that's where I really enjoy. I enjoy looking at it from the process of, um, yes, you can't do everything, but if you can learn and understand the concepts behind it, um, it's just part of that growth and that that adventure and that exploration of where we are as entrepreneurs. And I like that. And this is what I heard um, from you, Cindy, and correct me if I'm wrong. So you definitely have to take that leap of faith. And when you take that leap of faith, there's going to be opportunities that find you where people are going to gravitate to you and you build partnerships with other people you wouldn't have ordinarily built with. And then you're also going to go through a stretching process where you're stretching beyond what was familiar going into the unfamiliar. And while you're in the unfamiliar, you're learning more about things that you didn't know before, but you're also feeling good about the process because you're learning and you're growing personally as well as professionally. And then eventually, whenever you get up to where you feel proficient or you just don't have enough time and you want to focus on something else, you could always outsource it, but at least you have the foundation of what you learn. And now you know how to articulate that with someone that you plan to outsource some of those to. Exactly. And I just love how you really said you had to be still kind of like what's behind you. And you took that leap of faith because it is during the uncomfortable times and seasons of our life where we find, you know, the best opportunities. And that is an unconventional way, but it's all about our mindset and our perspective. And what are we willing to do to get to where we want? Absolutely. And I know the one key word that we had talked about was pivot. Um, so that was definitely a challenge during um, or, you know, 2020 and in early part of 2021 is learning how to pivot. What can we do different? Um, one of the things that we want to absolutely do is consider, you know, where we don't want to drive up prices just because our supplies have gone up right? Or, or costs now have increased. And so how can we pivot? Or, you know, if guests cannot come to us because their fear of being in a studio where there's other individuals, how do we pivot? We pivot by doing DIY take-home kits, right? We can, we can package it all up for you. You can take it home and do it in the comfort of your own space. And so those are things that we definitely as individuals need to consider constantly, right? How can we pivot? How can we shift not just in our mind, but in what we're doing in our process in order to be, um, you know, better and, and, and to grow. Yeah. And oh man, that you hit it right on the head when you said pivot. I, I can't stress this enough to the listeners. You have to pivot in order to be successful, because if you don't think about pivoting, then 
you're going to be repeating the cycle over and over. And that is the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and getting the same results. But if you want to grow, you have to, you know, kind of, you know, take a step back, take a deep breath and say, what is it that I need to do in order for my business to thrive, in order to, you know, make sure my customers are happy and in order for my business to run smoothly and keep growing. So I love how you said that, Cindy. Um, So tell me about some of your success stories and some stories that would really help empower the listeners and inspire them as well as motivate them. Sure. So we're always thinking of creative ways, right? Part of the pivot that we did uh, was collaborating with other business owners because one of the the early um, part of 2020, where we were thinking, we have to shut down. Um, And we're still at 50% capacity, regardless of what the state of Texas is saying, because we want, first and foremost, we're looking at our guests and making sure that they're comfortable. And if they're not comfortable having a full workshop, we're scaling back and saying, we want you to be comfortable um, because that's part of the connectivity, right? We're connecting with our community and listening to what they want. But we started collaborations with other business owners because we wanted We felt as a strong community, we have to work together. Um, And so we started reaching out with other um, suppliers and vendors in our areas and other business owners. And we created what we call a charcuterie tray workshop. So we had a nutritionist come out or a business that actually does that. That's their business. The whole platform is um, on having healthy snacks and food and eatery and delicious treats, right? And we can build a farmhouse tray and they will teach the how you actually display the food on the tray. And so it's a two for one. And so um, it really took off and it's doing really well in all of our studios. Um, and so I think that that's one of an example that any business owner can do is just think of ways to really help one another, help your community, you know, so you're helping other business owners, you're helping yourself and then you're helping your community by coming out and enjoying um, what you have to offer. And I like that because you see how you're taking your business um, practices and principles and you're partnering with other businesses who have practices and principles. And then you're looking for commonalities, but you're also learning and growing to help one another thrive. And that's all about, you know, community and the impact. And whenever we impact our community, you know, that shows, you know, who your business is, not outside of, you know, the cookie cutter stuff that you offer, but it also shows that your business is compassionate, empathetic. Your business is not just about money, but your business is, you know, beyond that. And I just love the way how you just said that. And my eyes lit up when you talked about the boards because I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> um So how do you find your clients and how do you retain your clients? Well, um, we call them guests first and foremost, because um, (laughs) just like our home, we always invite them in and we prepare everything that they would need in order to come in and enjoy themselves, right? So our guests are primarily moms and women. We have a lot of teacher um, as well as just families. Uh, We do have several corporate events in some of our locations as well, be just because if they're closer to um, uh, areas that have more businesses, then we'll get a lot of corporate events. Again, those are more team building, um, 
you know, just holiday celebrations, um, but mainly women. And I, as a woman, connect better with women because I'm also a mom. I completely understand with um, the things that are going on right now, too, with the virtual learning or the, uh, I mean, some are back in school, but there are certain areas that um, are still doing a lot of virtual learning. Um, And my son, specifically, he's also continuing to do virtual learning. He's actually thrived doing virtual learning. So he's home a lot more. Um, so I connect with moms and sometimes we just need a break. <laughs> I'm working from home. He's upstairs. My husband's at home. So we're constantly home with one another. And I love that. But sometimes we just need that break as well. And just to get away for a few hours and just say, you know, I just need to, for my own sanity and for my own mental health, I just need to be with other women who understand, like, I can't, I can't um, always share with my husband, some of the, the pain points, because as men, they want to fix things. And I don't really necessarily need him to fix anything. I just need some downtime. And so this is just a great way for me to connect. Um, So when I feel that way, I'm, you know, that kind of makes me um, become more aware of, you know, who out there, especially teachers right now, right, who needs that time away just to kind of decompress and just have some time with some, you know, other women who understand what they're going through. I love that because that's part of self-care and self-awareness and, um, even though I'm not a mother, I can resonate with it because I feel like I'm on renekid.com where I just rent my nieces and nephews and give them back. <laughs> and um, when you talked about talking to men, like, yes, yeah, sometimes I would talk to my husband when I was in corporate and sometimes he just didn't get it. And I heard one analogy that said men are like waffles because they want to compartmentalize everything. And women are like noodles, like we're so flexible, interwoven and et cetera. And you do get to that point where you're like, I just need a break. It's not nothing that's wrong with my husband, nothing wrong with my kids. It's just, I need that time to be me and have fun with some of my girlfriends. So the fact that you offer that for your guests is just amazing because you just want to do something that is fun. You also want to have a beautiful product that you could bring home and, you know, just release your inner creativity, have fun. So I guess, does your, does the Rustic Brush have like team building? activities and etc. Yes, we do. Um, In fact, we have lots of um, now that, you know, companies are starting to come together, and they felt like it's been a year, they are coming out to kind of reconnect with one another. And I know, because I worked in industry, a team that actually connects outside of just talking business, what you know, they work, and their productivity is actually, it increases, right? Because you kind of get that person and you give that person a little bit more grace when you understand their story a little bit more. I love that. And I guess, um, Cindy, for anyone that is listening right now, what is three tips that you would give them that you want them to remember from this conversation? Well, one thing is mindset's very important. Um, you know, you if you're a new entrepreneur or you're already in, just if you need that mindset shift, feel free to reach out to me because I think when you surround yourself with positive individuals, you yourself will then take on that energy. Um, two is self-care. You know, continue to be um, very mindful of yourself and of others. And so when you as a business understand what you're, how you're serving your community or how you're serving your guests or your customers, Um, That's very important. And then the the money will come, right? And then the joy of doing it, 
right? Um, you know, walk in um, with your, you know, into entrepreneurship with your gut. Um, but I think just overall, have fun in what you're doing and learning from other and to continue to grow and be successful in that. Beautiful, Cindy. And please tell our listeners how they can connect with you outside of their podcast, the name of your business, your social media handles. And if you feel like leaving your business email address, please do so. Sure. Again, my name is Cindy Din. We are at the Rustic Brush. You can um, send to the general email box at info at therusticbrush.com. You can follow us on any social media platform at The Rustic Brush. Um, and we would love to connect. You can connect with me. My personal email is Cindy and it's spelled C-Y-N-D-I dot Din, D-I-N-H at therusticbrush.com. I look forward to connecting with you guys. And thank you so much again for your time today. I really appreciate it and I'm honored. Thank you so much, Cindy, for being on Texas Businesses on the Rise. Once again, I am your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and it has been a pleasure talking with Cindy. Make sure you all go follow her on social media, connect with her if you're eager to learn more about The Rustic Brush. Or if you just want to tell her how this um, conversation resonated with you. Thank you once again, Cindy, for coming on Texas Businesses on the Rise. Hey there, this is Tatiana. Thank you so much for listening to Texas Businesses on the Rise. If you are a successful entrepreneur who would like to be on this podcast, please visit highdigital.com slash podcast dash Texas slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. You can also do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media and let them know about the show and include the hashtag Texas Businesses on the Rise. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, highdigital.com slash Dallas. Or follow me directly on LinkedIn and Instagram at Tatiana Chamorro. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.